Blog Talk Radio. Stay tuned. Deliverance is next. Parental discretion is advised. Live worldwide. Deliverance with your host, Jay Bartlett. For the next half hour, Jay will be exploring the unknown, the strange, the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience deliverance. Halloween, Halloween, America's participation of satanic ritualism. I should go beyond America. It's Halloween is observed throughout the world, primarily in Western nations of the world. But many nations of the globe honor Halloween in many various aspects. It's one of the most popular holidays here in America and in other nations around the world and here in the United States millions upon millions participate in this satanic holiday that is steeped in occultic ritualism though I would dare say most of the participants are unaware of Halloween's evil roots and practices. I would like to retell a story of a young woman by the name of Gina who spent years involved in a satanic cult that participated in gruesome, heinous ceremonies. One such ritual occurred on Halloween. And since we're on this crusade against Halloween, And we are on a crusade against Halloween. The powers of Halloween are quite active. There are spirits named Halloween. Were you aware of that? There are spirits called Halloween that promote, that market, that are energizing this holiday, this unholy day. There are actual evil spirits named Halloween. I've confronted them in deliverances and exorcisms. They exist, and they're quite active, as you can imagine, during this season of Halloween. And don't be mistaken to think that Halloween is just October 31st. Dare not make that mistake. The Halloween season has already begun. The spiritual forces, the powers of evil, the spirits of Lucifer are running rampant. At this time, they're highly energized, they're highly motivated, highly destructive, in hopes of destroying you. Gina spent years involved in a satanic cult that participated in gruesome, heinous, horrific ceremonies. 
One such ritual occurred on Halloween. The memory of my bride ritual also motivated me to leave. She writes, I had suffered abuses of every kind, but nothing as brutal as that. I knew I didn't want my daughters to have to endure anything like it. It occurred on Halloween 1988. Oh, there's so much that I want to share about her story on tonight's edition of Deliverance. I'm Jay Bartlett, and I'll be here for the next half hour exploring the unknown, the strange, and the supernatural. Ready or not, you're about to experience Deliverance. up this is michael tate with a reminder for all jesus freaks from the voice of the martyrs we're aware that many stories of persecution reported by the voice of the martyrs are inappropriate for children for this radio broadcast we edit some of the more gruesome details but we're still counting on parents to filter explain and give context to the stories of torture and murder stories that must be told we encourage parents to lift up martyrs as heroes and be ready to explain Christ's words in Matthew chapter 10, verse 39. Whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. For kid-friendly resources from VOM to use at home, Sunday school, youth group, or even vacation Bible school, go online to persecution.com. Hey, what's up? This is Toby Mack with the Challenge for Jesus Freaks from the Voice of the Martyrs. The Bible tells how Jesus suffered on his way to the cross. I offered my back to those who beat me, my cheeks to those who pulled out my beard. I did not hide my face from mocking and spitting. Another passage describes the scene on Calvary. He was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. These vivid accounts of Jesus' death are not from the New Testament. They're from Isaiah, written prophetically more than 600 years before Christ was born. For more from the Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. During the day in that Halloween 1988, cult members chanted around me and poured oils over me. That night, a goat dinner was prepared, after which I had sex with the outgoing leader to break his reign. Then Johnny and I were brought into a room together. He and the others wore black robes and held candles. 
I was stripped. They put me on a table and surrounded me. The previous leader was at my head with a candle. The others blew out their candles while his remained lit. Then Johnny then shouted, Hail Satan! Hail Satan! And the ritual began. My friends, this satanic ritual continued the perverse sexual activities you can imagine, including rape, drug use, and the conjuration of the devil. This ritual on Halloween is repeated, no doubt, countless times during the Halloween night. But allow me to be clear. It also is happening throughout the Halloween season. You'd be deceived to think that somehow the devil is just primarily worried about one particular day. Not so, my friends. He's working very, very hard throughout this entire season. And not only are there satanic rituals occurring in this country, there are also satanic rituals occurring behind closed doors in the sense of closed doors in terms of societies and nations. Not only are there satanic rituals in the free world, there are also satanic rituals in prison, in communist nations. The late Richard Rumbrand, the founder of a missionary organization called The Voice of the Mars, which, by the way, we you might have noticed by now, we play, since we're uh, big supporters and they support this broadcast, uh, we're big supporters of The Voice of the Martyrs. Uh, their organization, that's why we play these radio spots during commercial breaks. Well, Richard Rumbrand spent over a decade in communist prisons witnessing some of the most horrifying demonic rituals human eyes could see. In his book, which I have with me here, In the Face of Surrender, highly recommend the book, In the Face of Surrender, he writes of, of these satanic rituals. In Romania several years ago, a believer reported the following to Richard Rembrandt. We had to scrub the floors while two or three, and by the way, and this is the reason why we we uh, we have the disclaimer at the beginning of this broadcast. If you have children around, excuse the children even now because of what I'm about to repeat. Adults should be the only ones hearing this, not children, young people. Well, he reported, this, this believer reported this to Richard Rumbrand. We had to scrub the floors while two or three other prisoners rode on us. We are, we were obligated to eat like pigs. We had to kneel with our hands handcuffed behind us and lap hot soup from the dish. At noon, bread was thrown to us, which we had to eat in the same position using only the mouth. The last crumb had to be gathered from the floor with the lips or the tongue. We had to wash the dish with our tongues. Sixteen prisoners were once put on top, one on top of the other. Under the pressure of this weight, the abs 
the muscles, abdominal muscles are the lowest yielded. We did in the cell what we what he was not allowed to do in the toilet. He was compelled to clean his underpants with his tongue. At first he refused, then his fingers were bruised between two pieces of wood. At Easter, they clothed the prisoner in sheets and made him play the role of Jesus Christ. Out of soap, they made a genital organ which a theological student, the would-be Christ, had to wear on his chest. He was forced to walk around the room, beaten with sticks, as if he were on the road to Calvary. Other Christians had to bow before him to kiss the genital organ and to say, I bow before your almightiness. There was not only one who did not stoop to such blasphemy, there was only one, and he was tortured for hours. These extreme evils, these extreme evil rituals still occur in our day, my friends, around the world. Richard Rembrandt also tells us of, some, of how some in Cuba were bathed in acid and tortured by putting their heads in a box of bees. My friends, don't be mistaken to think that satanic rituals are only occurring in the free world, though in the free world, Halloween is more in your face in many aspects, but even behind closed doors and prisons in communist lands and Islamic lands around the world, extreme evil satanic rituals, as I just described to you, are occurring in our day. This, what I described, occurred in Romania. In Romania, they had to bow before the Lord a, 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 uh, before an image of the Lord Jesus in mockery, in such perversion of the Lord. Throughout the world, adherents of various pagan religions participate in some rather strange satanic ceremonies. In Southeast Asia, you have the Hindus piercing various body parts in horrendous self-mutilation rituals in Saudi Arabia. For example, you have the Feast of Sacrifice. According to cult solutions and internet think tanks specializing in occult crime, they say hundreds of thousands of Muslim pilgrims stoned a pillar symbolizing the devil in Saudi Arabia and sacrificed some 600,000 sheep, cows, and camels. Think about that for a moment, my friends. And Saudi Arabia, blood flowed. Hundreds of thousands of animals were sacrificed. According to custom, each pilgrim participating in this five-day ritual throws seven pebbles at a stone pillar where Muslims believe Satan appeared to Abraham. Some strange ceremonies even include human sacrifice. In Brazil, voodoo priests were recently arrested for child sacrifice. Brazilian police report that they had arrested two voodoo priests for the, for the murder of a six-year-old boy who bled to death in a hellish black magic ceremony. Not too uncommon in this part of the world. Blood sacrifices are practiced and endorsed. 
Don't be surprised about this news. Blood sacrifices has been occurring for thousands of years in very various ancient civilizations around the world. Don't be surprised, my friends, here in America and many Westerns around, Western nations around the world. There's the legalization of abortion, and abortion is the blood sacrifice of a baby to Satan, to Moloch. Now here recently, the news leaked of two ritual killings in England and in South Africa. I mean, the facts are startling and devilish. It was FactNet who reported of these killings that titled their article, I Was Forced to Kill My Baby. So satanic rituals are occurring throughout the world. And many satanic ceremonies are occurring, obviously, during the Halloween season, which we're in the midst of. We need to battle. We need to battle the powers of Halloween with the power of the Lord Jesus Christ. People are being sacrificed. We have to intervene. We have to rescue precious souls in the name of Jesus Christ. We have to save lives. I want you to help me. We need to save precious lives. Jesus has called us to be rescuers. And we need to rescue so many people are caught in the web of the occult of Satanism, witchcraft, are caught in the web of the powers of Halloween. We need to intervene. Through a mutual friend, I met up with a young woman named Susan with some other believers. Well, this Susan, a troubled young teenager, teenager, had escaped a satanic cult that participated in some gruesome, gruesome ceremonies during the Halloween season. She escaped the cult, but there were many other issues that needed to be addressed, and I was more than willing to help in any way I could. Now, Susan was a devout Satanist that had participated in numerous satanic rituals, including blood rituals. Now, her stories were not unusual for me to hear. I've heard many other individuals sharing their stories of satanic sacrifices while counseling the tormented. Susan, however, was different from the many others I'd spoken with. Susan was part of an organized satanic cult that operated throughout this region she was in. Our first session consisted of me and some other believers. And Susan, she spoke of escaping the chains of Satanism and having been delivered of dozens and dozens of demons during a four-hour exorcism a few months earlier. Susan had confessed to having been involved in self-mutilation, drugs, and sex rituals. This young teenager had a horrible, horrible past that tormented her for days on end. I didn't realize the extent of it until I received a letter from her after our first meeting. The letter horrified me. Let me allow me to read it to you. Remember when we first talked? I told you that I've never killed anybody. Well, remember how I said that I cut that girl and I didn't know her? I did more than just cut her, and I didn't know her. She was a Christian. She'd been witnessing to Vance. 
I thought we, the satanic cult, would teach her a lesson, but she... When it was all over, she ended up dead. When we got through with her, we burned her. I've never told anyone this, but it's been bothering me for quite a time, quite a while. I still think about her a lot and dream about her. I think it will haunt me forever. It's going to drive me crazy if I keep thinking about it. I wonder where her parents think she is. I wonder if she is in heaven watching me and hating me. I wonder if she had any brothers or sisters. I'm going to go nuts. I wonder what her family would think if they knew how we sexually abused her, how we tortured her until she passed out from the pain. I don't want to have nightmares about her anymore. I wish I just could get hit by a car today. Please pray for me. I'm going to pray when I get home that God will help me. I guess I'll let you go. Bye, Jane. Well, my friends, as you can imagine, I was terrified by her unexpected letter. Along with the letter, she had enclosed a picture she had drawn. It was a picture of her wearing a cloak and holding a bloody knife. She had drawn herself next to an altar that dripped with blood. On the top of the page, she wrote these words, We are the children of the night. Small we, yet feel our might. Dancing around the fire all night long, singing and chanting our evil songs. We are children of the night. Small are we, yet feel our might. Dancing around the fire all night long, singing and chanting our evil songs. This is pretty intense stuff that I'm sharing with you, my friends, yet very real. What Susan described in this letter was a genuine satanic ritual that she had participated in. And many are participating in throughout this country and around the world during, in particular during this Halloween season. We must intervene. I need you to help me. We need to reach this entire segment of society. Those trapped in Satanism and the powers of the occult and witchcraft and sorcery and spiritism we need to reach them with the overcoming power of the Lord Jesus Christ. For Jesus Christ has risen from the grave. And the blood of Jesus Christ, Jesus, who ascended to that cross, bearing the sins of mankind, Jesus Christ, who died for you, for me, who put to death every single curse, every single sin, including blood sacrifices to Satan. He nailed those to the cross. Jesus Christ, and because he, because he shed that atoning blood, and because there is atoning blood that speaks even today that is alive, that's eternal, that blood of Jesus Christ could defeat the power of the devil in your life. The power of the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ could defeat that devil in your life. The power of the blood of Jesus, the power of the blood. My friends, you need to call upon that power. But not only did Jesus die on the cross, but he rose again from the dead, and he's coming back, my friends. He is coming back, and he's ascended to God the Father's right hand with every power and submission to his authority. For Jesus Christ is God in the flesh. And right now you can call upon that name of the Lord Jesus, and he will save you. Tell him you're sorry for your sins. It doesn't matter what you've done. Perhaps you're involved in Satanism. Perhaps you have the powers of Halloween. You operate with the powers of Halloween. It doesn't matter what you've done. 
God still loves you. Now, of course, he's grieved. He doesn't want evil to spread, but but he cares. He knows Satan has blinded you and has misled you, and, and Jesus is able to, to capture your heart. He's able to rescue you. He's able to release you from the bondages, the chains around your mind and your heart. If you call upon him today, right at this very moment, you could just simply say, Lord Jesus Christ, you may not feel worthy to call upon him. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved, and you will not be put to shame when you call upon that name. You'll be liberated and free and loved and filled with his presence and joy and power and given eternal life and the forgiveness of sins. Just repeat after me this simple prayer, Lord Jesus Christ. Forgive me of my sins. Cleanse me. Cleanse me, Jesus. Make me new. Fill me with your presence, with your love, your power, Jesus. I believe your shedding of your blood on the cross, your resurrection has defeated the devil. And I'm going to serve you, Jesus, for the rest of my life. In the name of Jesus, I pray. In the name of Jesus, come into my heart and save me. Now, if you prayed that simple prayer, I'd like for you to email me tonight at j at jbartlett.org. J-A-Y at jbartlett.org, so I can send you a free New Testament. I mean, just about an hour or two ago, I gave somebody who's been involved, my wife and I have been working with for for some time now, who's who's been terribly afflicted because of the Halloween season, who comes from a background of sorcery, of spiritism, of Satanism, the occult, black magic. I gave her a New Testament to carry with her each and every day, wherever she is. Especially during this Halloween season, you need to hold that word of God. Those of you who are survivors of Satanism and satanic ceremonial trauma, you need to hold the Bible. And I want to send you a free Bible, a free New Testament. If you just simply email me tonight at jay at jbartlett.org. I'll be back after this brief intermission. Hey, what's up? This is Michael Tate with another story of a Jesus freak from the Voice of the Martyrs. In some countries, authorities attack and arrest Christians in the cover of night. Not so in Somalia. On January 5, Asha Mberwa, a young wife and mother, fearing for the safety of her family, was on the phone making arrangements to flee the Mogadishu area. Al-Shabaab extremists were monitoring that call and decided to make an example of Asha. The next day, she was arrested. The day after that, Muslim extremists took Asha into the street, waited for a crowd of witnesses to gather, and tragically cut her throat. For the latest on Somalia from The Voice of the Martyrs, go online to persecution.com. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Yeah. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Lift your hands up to the Lord. Praise His holy name. Lift your hands up to the Lord. 
tell you, my friends, the powers of Halloween have been defeated at the cross. And Satan's going to hate me for saying this. I don't care. I don't care because Jesus is alive and people need to hear this. Listen to what the Word of God says. You need to hear the Word of God. We all need to hear the Word of God. And the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of burning sulfur where the beast and the false prophet had been thrown. And they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. That is the Word of God. Satan has been defeated by the power of the cross of Jesus Christ. Satan and his demons and the powers of Halloween have been defeated by the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And my friends, you need to walk in that victory. You need to proclaim the victory of Jesus Christ. Don't let this devil bring you down. Don't let him defeat you. You have victory in the resurrection power of Jesus Christ. Now walk in that victory. Stand firm in Jesus Christ. Declare that Jesus Christ is Lord and God's presence will be upon you and you will feel it my friends you will feel the power of jesus christ call upon the name of the lord and you shall be saved in the name of the father of the son of the holy spirit i bless each and every one of you amen